This is Hot Tech with Jan Vermeulen. Oh, it's just gone uh, 10 to the hour. Joining us now on the line, Jan Vermeulen, editor at My Broadband. Jan, a very good afternoon. It's always great to chat to you on a Tuesday afternoon. Welcome aboard. Good afternoon. It's a pleasure to be here. Well, there seems to be a lot of scamming and leaking going on. We'll try and get through all these uh, stories uh, during our time with you. Let's start with how much it costs to sell power back to the grid. What's happening there? This is a follow-up uh, story that one of my journalists did on, uh, after we found out how much it, uh, it costs to, mm-hmm. to buy a, uh, a meter in Cape Town to actually feed your electricity back into the grid. So while Cape Town has been quite progressive in mm-hmm. um, you know, ha- even having a feed-in tariff, um, which uh, you know, we, we don't really have anywhere else in the country at the moment – the uh the to to make use of that is quite expensive and and will take you a very long time to break even unless you really overbuild your system and even then mm-hmm. you have to make up the cost of your system right so right. Uh, so it'll it costs 11000 rand for a bidirectional meter and then you also have to pay a 350 rand monthly fee to to use this uh bidirectional functionality um, so yeah, it, it's quite an expensive endeavor if uh, if you've now built right. a solar power system that's big enough to actually feed into the rest of the grid. And then um, Cape Town, the, their tariff is uh, they will pay you one rand twenty four per kilowatt hour that you feed back into the grid. So um, you're not exactly coining it there, um, but obviously yeah, I mean they they you know they they can't. They can't pay too much because otherwise okay. the you know the, the, that hikes up the cost of electricity for the next person down the chain. So well. for now, Jian, would you say it's defeating the purpose of the objective for now, as you say, pending, of course, how much you can generate and at least make something out of it? Yeah, it'll take you years to yeah. – to, depending on how much – you know, once again, how big your solar power system mm-hmm. is. But if you overbuild your solar power system for this purpose, you have to make up that cost too. So what Cape Town is doing – so the the mayor Jordan Hill Lewis was at uh, Daily Maverick's annual event, the Gathering, right. and he said that they found or they've ordered some bidirectional meters that cost almost half what okay. these do, which will go a long way to to making it more viable. But it's still you know six grand or so. Sure. Well, at least it's, it's an an incentive, and they are proactive on it. Let's just see if it'll reap the rewards which it is intended to do. And hopefully, yeah. of course, now that perhaps that program can extend more into the country. Time will tell. Young, let's move on to scammers, duping, Gmail's verification checkmark system. Take us through what's going on here. Yes, this was an interesting one. A security researcher had alerted Google to a potential problem with Gmail's uh, verified checkmark system. Mm-hmm. So this is something uh, Google only launched recently. And the whole point is to make it easy for people to identify whether an email is coming from a legitimate source or whether it's uh, you know potentially a phishing attack. And <laughs> it didn't take long, <laughs> okay. but the scanners and fishers have figured out a way to make the checkmark appear for them. And so uh, that's a, a huge problem. Right. Um, so in layman's terms, what are we looking at, uh, Gmail operators? What must we be wary of? What's going on so, here? So, so right now, hopefully nothing, because um, initially the, the reason this guy went public in the way he did is because he received a really frustrating response from mm-hmm. Google. Right. Uh, who initially said, won't fix intended behavior. And the guy's like, no, surely not. And uh, pushed back a bit harder. And, and Google then acknowledged and said, okay, no, no, sorry, this is a problem. 
we are addressing uh, the issue and and this will hopefully be fixed but yes in the meantime uh, just be just be as careful yes <laughs> with with emails that come from uh, from uh, companies with the check mark next to their name right. in Gmail, as you would with any other email, don't don't trust that uh, for for the time being until Google can fix this issue. Indeed. Okay. So that's Google's story. Let's move on to Showmax. Passwords for over twenty seven thousand accounts leaked online. Whoa! Take us through this one. Yeah, so this is part of a larger story, which we'll hopefully touch on if there's time. Um, mm-hmm. But the bottom line is that we found a database of Showmax usernames and passwords, mm-hmm. and uh, cl- rather claiming to be Showmax usernames and passwords. We asked MultiChoice about it, right. and it said yes. Um, at least some of these are indeed uh, Showmax passwords, and mm-hmm. they very rapidly, I must give um, kudos to Showmax here, they very rapidly addressed the issue and informed customers and took steps to ensure that customers affected by the leak um, reset their usernames and passwords. What this is not, because I asked Showmax, you know, listen, how did this happen? And they didn't want to give many details, mm-hmm. but they were willing to say, listen, this was not an, a cyber attack. Their the systems were not breached and passwords stolen. And and it was also not what we call a brute force attack, right. where the the hackers try millions and millions of combinations of, of usernames and passwords until they find ones that work. The reason I suspected a brute force attack is because many of the passwords in this leak are incredibly weak. They are, you know, password, password one, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, really weak passwords. Okay. And, um, and 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 uh, Shamak said, no, no, don't jump to conclusions. It's not a brute force attack. So um, what that suggests to me is that this could have been a separate credential leak, where where people's usernames and passwords were lo- part of a larger leak, and they were tested on Shamak and found to be working. In other words, these are passwords that people are reusing on multiple platforms. Oh, okay. What I want to want what I want to warn people mm-hmm. about right now is please, if you've reused multiple passwords, and especially if you've reused your Showmax password in multiple places, please change it. Not in Showmax, elsewhere. Because if your yeah. Showmax get hacked, mm-hmm. who cares? They can watch some stuff in your account. But if your if your email account or your bank account gets hacked, that is a huge problem. <laughs> Jan, time for one more leaked uh, article. One more, yeah, one leaked online incredible connection and every shop customer data leaked online. Take us through this one. <laughs> yeah, this is this is the yeah. largest story I was I was t- um, alluding to. Right. So the reason we even found the Showmax leak is because um, we were pointed at this at an every shop leak, mm-hmm. um, and we found the the hacker forum on which it was posted. And initially, it looked like it was 60, or the, the person who, who alerted us to this, it was 67,000 every shop accounts. But um, then we found another database on this forum with 500,000 accounts linked to the JD Group. Now, the JD Group is Incredible Connection, Hi-Fi Corp, Every Shop, Bradlow's, Sleepmasters. It's The JD Group comprises a lot of stores. Right. And, and and the user accounts at potentially all of these stores were were potentially compromised, and um, and so the uh, the JD Group, which is this is something I, I will still have to follow up on because I'm seeing complaints online from people saying they were not notified by JD Group about this. The JD Group has a very 
um, has a very hidden notice on its website so people right. can see it and make sure that I'm not lying, that indeed there was a data leak right. or a breach. And, uh, and they just kind of have this notice posted on their, on their website saying, don't worry, it's not a big deal. Um, but this database, from what we saw, contains people's delivery addresses, ID numbers, contact information, gender, full names. Um, it, is, it is potentially a huge leak of, of private information. Um, and even though no financial data is compromised, um, an attacker could potentially use this information to get at your your financial data. So once again, um, if if you have ever been uh, a JD Group customer, you will have to be on extra guard. I was one. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been targeted, uh, or, or rather, I've I've found out via a, a service I subscribe to called Have I Been Pwned? Uh, yes. Owned, but spelled with a P. Oh, um, okay. Dot com. <laughs> Um, who uh, got their hands on the leak and uploaded it to their system, and they email you if your email address is in a leak like this. And so I know that one of my email addresses was in this leak. And um, and if you have ever been a JD Group customer, then you just have to be extra careful for any kind of identity theft. Indeed. Um, and so that means monitoring your credit profile. You can do that at um, our credit bureaus, TransUnion, Experian, etc., and uh, and just be on extra guard for sure. suspicious emails to your email address and that sort of thing um, if you've ever shopped at a JD Group shop. Indeed, Jan. I think the message today and the lesson from uh, our chat today is just be very wary of your passwords, be vigilant, as you say, and just keep an eagle eye out for anything untoward that's happening technical-wise or uh, technology-wise or AI-wise. Jan, we're going to have to leave it there. It's Thanks too, so much. Sure it usually is. So ignore <laughs> right. those emails. Don't click links, etc., etc. All the usual Indeed, Jan. And thanks so much for joining us and just giving us that advice on all the items which we discussed this afternoon. Jan Vermeulen, the editor at My Broadband.